0: Accra and also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed.
1: The coming of Christ is not because sin came, the coming of Christ is because God had preordained that Christ Jesus will come. And why had He preordained that? Because in the mind of God, even though He was creating the first man, there was a higher life and a higher person He was going to create jesus is higher in all ramifications than the first Adam. i'm seeing a debt before you i'm currently in one you also don't have the money now you are asking for time It's true. is that true it's true it's like things have changed about two years back Yes. It's things were very
0: good very better. well changes arena accra and also follow us on our social media handles you are blessed it's working of miracles with Pastor
2: Prince. As, as the man of God declared over the room, he said, "We are receiving a miracle right now. We are receiving a miracle right now, while in the room, on a Sunday evening, at the same time. At the same time, I I picked up my phone and right on my phone, I had received a notification of a transfer of money wow. for the contract that I was working on about the last two months. Wow. Beloved, who are who are listening to us? We, these are an device fables. Yes, yes, yes. We yes. did not we did not rehearse what share. Yeah.
1: are only with that which we have experienced.
3: It was a really disappointing uh, moment. So Pastor Prince um, prayed for me, and I had a call on a Sunday evening from my supervisor's assistant, meaning that that year I would be able to graduate.
0: Papa gave the word, and then the HR just came and said she wants to see me in the CEO's office. So when I went. He said, she's going to put me on the same scale.
3: So I'm now on the same scale with them.
0: Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed.
3: As the scripture has said, Great is the Lord in Zion. He's exalted over all the nations. Psalm 99 verse 2.
0: Worship is that type of prayer where we are privileged by the Lord Jesus to profess the magnanimity of who he is, the reality of his person, the actuality of his divine status and sovereign abilities. In worship, we take advantage of our association with him to describe his persona to him as revealed to us from scriptures. This together with praise are the highest forms of prayer. join pastor prince and the world changes nation every sunday and wednesday at the world changes arena accra and also follow us on our social media handles you are blessed
1: when you walk in the god kind of faith you have the final thing because the christian is not operating under the name of jehovah The Christian is operating under the name of Jesus. That name has the final say. Ephesians chapter 3 says, I bow my knees unto the Father, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. That name is the name of Jesus. What does it say? It says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things and beings in heaven, of things and beings on this earth. And of things and beings under the earth. Jesus. When we get born again, we are baptized into that name. Pastor Prince, word here.
0: Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed
1: our 2022 are you ready yeah. we are declaring 2022 the year of ever increasing grace the year of ever increasing grace but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus and Savior Jesus Christ. It says, but grow in grace. Not somebody say, grow in grace. Now, the word grow there means to increase in grace. It means to enlarge in grace. It means that grace is in measures. True or false? Grace is in measures. Grace is in measures. So when he says grow in grace, it means he wants you to increase in grace. He wants you to enlarge in grace. So 2022, you are going to grow in grace.
0: Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed.
1: Be doers of the word, and not hearers only. Be doers of the word, and not hearers only. Be doers of the word. So, the Christian is a doer of the word. The Christian is a word practitioner. The Christian is an actor of the word. We we live by acting on the word. We see changes by acting on the word. We see victories by acting on the word when you put the word of god to work you will see results but you see you cannot put the word of god that you don't know to work so when you are faced with challenges what will you put to work will you cry on god or you put his word to work the word of god is equal with god understand that the word of god is equal so when you have the word of god and you're putting it to work it means that you are putting god to work you are activating the power of God. You are activating the oppressions of God. When you put the word of God to work, you are putting God to work.
0: Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed.
1: Just so that the word is a seed. Did he it say it's a seed? So it says the sower went to sow the seed that seed is the word of god but when you put a seed on the table would it germinate and produce results no come on putting your seed on the table is likened to putting your bible on the table and saying it will work because god has said it so when a farmer takes a seed and puts it on his table and says by i'm expecting a harvest in three months time will there be a harvest come on but does it mean the seed does not have power no it has does it mean the seed does not have power? does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it? does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce? it can but you see the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil the what? the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil so when the conditions, so when the seed is planted on the table it will not work when the seed is thrown on the floor it will not work but it is a seed the seed is expecting good conditions without the good conditions that seed will be a useless seed even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit come on is that true or false amen that's what I say the word of God that you do not hear you do not know, you do not believe, cannot benefit.
0: Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed.
1: I command a change now. As I command a change now, receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Take-
2: Take. 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 For four unique Sundays in the month of November 2021, join Pastor Prince for a refreshing time in God's presence. In 2018, we had the supernatural. In 2019, the Extraordinary Man. In 2020, the Speed of the Spirit. And in 2021, the theme is the God-Man. See, there is a natural life, do you know what I just said? Yes, 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 yes. And there
1: is, a, there is a supernatural life, there is a natural ability or talent, and there is a supernatural ability. The supernatural ability of God is with the Christian, hey. to the Holy Ghost. These Holy Ghost, I will show you certain things this week.
2: Oh, man of God ministered to me. Uh, he said that uh,
1: something is close and something big is is close and it's
3: going to happen very soon and I believed him and then I praised God for it. Now I've gotten an appointment at the Ministry of God <laughs> as an administrative manager.
2: You just said your salary was bad, can you tell me how magnified the salary has become? Uh, times four. <laughs>
0: times four! <laughs> when I joined online from
1: Santo copo roco sata capa massita falaca sette proco son to copo locoto masatika, massatica massatica massite fada da send de cabalata santa scapa liva sente capelicataya mango roto copo lobocosata capa maretiki polobongo sata capa mango roto copo roco sente kepalakata. Ma le to torso toco po sete, lì di sete copro roco Ma chi tefo roco toco siti chi paracataka sata. Ma le roto cosete che Mango roto roko toko sete che Ma sete pra koso kopo, Ma le tifra
2: sotto Maletika tikapara takapaka sata, mila tokofokusita kapalaka takasata kasata pa. Ah, labakasata, kasata, laba kasata, laba kasata. Liga bakasa prata kapaka sata, bara takapaka sata praka sata. Mangara Mangorata kapala Barata kappa kasa taka pala kata Rabalaka sata kapra kasa taka kasa prakasata kappa lakato Maseti kapala kata kasa Makarataka rata kappa lakasata oh, kappa Zata kapala kata Rabaka kapa kasa taka kata Lika rakataka pa Makatike se teke peleko tokoso. Magadaka pa kataka sataka pa. Magadaka sataka pa kataka sataka. Magadaka pakataka makarata ka kasata Liga ka pa ka ta ka sa paha Rabakata ga ba ka sa Rabakata ka Rabakata kasata kasata Rabakata kasata kasata rabakata kasataka pakataka sata rabakata sataka pakataka sata pakasataka pakasa rakataka sataka pakataka kasata, likataka pakataka sataka palakata rabakasa taka pakasata rabakata sataka palakata rabatasataka pakataka sata Isete kapuli kata kapra kataka? ka, raba lakasa taka praka sata kapa, makata kapa kata kasata kapa raba lakasa taka praka taka kapa, kasata. Ah, la Rabakasata. Ligabakasa. Marataka pa kasa. Makaratakasa. Izetaka kasa. Rabakasa. Ize oh, zataka pa Magasa kasa. Magasataka pa Magasataka Bagata pakasata sata is a tetete kapusata sata is a tetete kapu kasata is a tetete kapalakataya kataya rabaka taka sata kapa barata kapaka sata katakasa Rebala katakasa Ribala katakasa Ribala katakasa Ribala Katakasa, Ribala Katakasa, Ribala Katakasa, Ribala Katakasa, Ribala Katakasa, Rabala Bakasa Takapa.
3: Oh, hallelujah. Shout glory, Captain of Zionites and God. All those who live in Christ above in thy presence we abide that of thy protecting love our strength
1: Yeah. Amen. So this is just I just remember some of the songs that we changed some years back. Amen. And it looks like so some of you are confused already. Amen. We are talking briefly. Today we are going to be very brief on divine supply and provision. Amen. We are still on our series on a table in the wilderness. Of furnishing a table in the wilderness and we talked about wealth transfer we talked about wealth multiplication on Sunday and today we are talking about divine we are running that series up with divine supply and provision say it after me say divine supply, divine supply. And, provision. and provision amen so it's still under furnishing the table in the wilderness amen, amen. furnishing the table in the wilderness and we are talking about divine supply and provision. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4, from verse 10. Philippians chapter 4, we are reading from verse 10. Hallelujah. So we spoke about the spirituality of prosperity. What we've talked about for last week, Wednesday, I think, and this last Sunday, this past Sunday, we spoke about, even though we spoke about wealth multiplication. I think i took my time to actually highlight on the spirituality of prosperity and i mentioned on the fact that if you want to prosper the kingdom way then you have to be spiritual a lot of christians don't prosper even though they give more because they do not they are not spiritual and i said there are certain things that are given to the spiritual in christ there are certain things that are given to the babes in Christ. Amen. Amen. And Paul's writing in 1 John chapter 2, somewhere in one of the verses, somewhere, amen. Amen. I say in one of the verses, somewhere, Amen. amen. He said, I write unto you, little children. He said, I write unto you, young men. And then he said, I write unto you, then, fathers. Amen. So you can be a little child. You can be a young man. You can also be a father. Is that not powerful? And it's important that what fathers can get in the kingdom. When I talk about fathers, I'm not talking necessarily about spiritual fathers. I'm talking about when a person has gone to the fatherhood stage in Christ Jesus, where he's matured, the Bible says. It means that there are things that are given to little children, and there are also things that are given to fathers. And there are also things that are given to young men. Is that not true? The cross that a father can carry, a young man or a little child can carry. Amen. Can you take us to that scripture, first John chapter 2, quickly before we come here? Amen. It's so important. It's important that we give attention, can we take our seats, to the things that we have been sharing here? Amen. Give our attention to the things that we have been sharing here. If you are not spiritual... You cannot prosper the kingdom way that's the truth if you are not spiritual you cannot prosper the kingdom way if you are not spiritual you cannot prosper the kingdom way you can do all apply all the principles but the the basic principle is spirituality spirituality spiritual maturity When you are not being controlled by someone else, you are being controlled by your spirit. You are not even being controlled by your husband or by your wife. You are spiritual, you are controlled by your spirit. Amen. You live according to God's word. You do things according to God's word. And we talk about spiritual practices. Did we talk about that on Sunday? We talk about exercising your senses. You are not coerced to do something in the kingdom. You are not coerced to do what is spiritual or to engage in spiritual activities. You know what you ought to do. Amen. You are stirred to do it. See, you reach a stage where you are stirred to do. Are we in church? Yes, sir. Can you can you I talk to these children to keep quiet a little bit for us? Amen. Look at today, their microphone is high. What do you guys think? Amen. Sunday school. No talking. So please, remain silent for us. Amen. But you reach that point where you do things based on how you are stirred. Amen. amen. Not based on what somebody is saying or somebody is doing, but you do things based on how you are stirred in your spirit. See, your 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 physical senses respond to your spiritual senses. Amen. I said, Amen. Are you in church? Okay, so it's so powerful. So powerful. The spirituality of prosperity. Maybe one day we'll teach on that, only that one. We'll take the first part and talk about the spirituality of prosperity. Amen. Of kingdom prosperity. Amen. Amen. The scripture says that that the kingdom of God is like a man who found a treasure in a field. That was one of my favorite scriptures many years ago. Amen. The kingdom of God is like a a man who found a treasure treasure in in a field and went to sell all that he had to go and buy the field. That is the wisdom of the kingdom. The man found a treasure in the field, and he had some goose somewhere, and he went to sell all that he had to come and buy the field. He did not buy the treasure, he bought the field. It means a lot of things. So that he knew that by selling all that he had, if he buys the field, he will get the treasure out of the field. And he will regain what he sold. Is that not true? And that, is, that, is our, that should be our attitude towards the things that we are sharing. You should sell all that you have to take. Sell all that you have. Look, as it say, sell all that you have. Right, you're going to spend all your time, sell all your time and buy the field that we are giving to you because there is a treasure in the field. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Can you take us to verse 11? Who is in church today? Who is in the classroom? You want to write some exams. It looks like, for the the way you are looking, it looks like you are ready for exams. You are not ready for. (laughs) Go to verse 10. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Go to verse, what? 12. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you. So when he was writing to the little children, he wrote to them that their sins are forgiven them. What do you guys think? Because little children need forgiveness of sins. They are the ones that every day they walk and they stumble and they say, Lord, forgive me. If you are here, you are still like that. It means you are still a little child. No matter how much uh, message you can preach to us, <laughs> you are always asking. When we're young, we always ask for forgiveness. <laughs> Is that not true? Just I write unto you, young men, I write unto little children because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Verse 13. I write unto you, mm-hmm, fathers, because it says, "I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning." Do you see it there? The fathers are not asking for forgiveness; they don't need forgiveness of sins. The fathers know him that is from the beginning. The fathers know God. Amen. He says, so "I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one." You see, the young men are still overcoming the wicked one. Or oh, they are in a kind of one or two with the wicked one. What do you guys think? Yes, but the fathers are not, The fathers have left that stage. <laughs> you see the stages here? Even yes, I'm not teaching about this. I just want you to see it here. Amen. Amen. Continue verse 14. Oh, is that not strange? The young men are, young men are the ones who are casting out devils and dealing with the, uh, 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 some powers here and there. What do you guys think? The little ones who are the ones who are saying, Father, forgive me for my insults today. Father, forgive me for my sin today. Lord, I receive forgiveness. And the little ones,
3: they have
1: some kind of condemnations every time in their minds and in their hearts. Amen. Verse 4 says, I've written unto you, fathers, because you have known him. That is from the beginning. You have known God. You have known him. You are not trying to know him, you have known him. Amen. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, you are what? You have spiritual force. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. So the young man is connected to overcoming the wicked one. Is that not true? The fathers are talking about knowing God. You see the levels. Do you see the levels and the stages? So, when it comes to kingdom prosperity, it's like that. The little one can't have what the fathers can have. The young man, too, can't have what the fathers can have. And the little one can't have what the young man can have. It means that the little one, he has, has, has not started overcoming the, the devil. He's still struggling with some kind of sin and receiving forgiveness. He's now being told that his sins are forgiven him. Shout glory. glory. But the father has moved beyond that. Say, so I'm moving to fatherhood stage. Oh, look at that. We say move to fatherhood, move to fatherhood. fatherhood. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter four. I just wanted to see the scripture. So we talk about the spirituality of prosperity, why you ought to be spiritual, why you ought to give yourself to spiritual things. Many complain that God is not blessing them. Then they have given this and they have given that. The complaint is because you are not spiritual. Shout glory. glory. And we give an example on Sunday concerning those who are spiritual. How God came to that point where he had to now think, sit down and think about his agenda and say that this is my agenda, but should I talk to Abraham about it or I should not? He was now contemplating. Abraham had become a father. No wonder we don't call him uh, Abraham, the young man of faith. We call him the young man of faith or the little child of faith. We call him the father of faith. <laughs> you didn't hear that you have glory. <laughs> May you be a father of prosperity somewhere. Uh, fatherhood. No, the, Abraham is not a young man of faith of Or the little child of faith He's the father of faith We are right, we say right to say we write unto you, Father Abraham Because you have known him that is from the beginning <laughs> Unfortunately, the Bible says that the Son of God has come And has given the church a, a kind of spiritual understanding But unfortunately, we are the ones who are refusing to grow with the church of Jesus Christ, we're having all the materials to grow, but we have refused to grow, and because we have refused to grow, we have refused to access to be able to access what belongs to us in Christ Jesus. And we are struggling from left to right, and we are envying one another, and all that. You see, it takes maturity. James speaking, he says that you ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. It takes maturity to ask rightly. Is that not true? It says you ask and receive not because you ask wrongly because you ask amiss Did you hear what i said you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly and he explains the wrongly he says you ask so that you may consume it upon your last you are asking to consume it on yourself whenever you see yourself first before whatever god is doing or whenever you see yourself first you are ahead of god's Agenda or you are putting yourself First before God's agenda You are asking upon your last Amen you are asking to consume Upon your last Just you ask and you do not receive Can you ask and you do not receive yes And you do not receive Because you are asking it to consume Upon your last Amen Amen one day we'll talk about that concerning prosperity also. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? Yes, Philippians chapter 4, from verse 10. So it takes maturity to ask rightly. It takes, a, a matured Christian is selfless. An immature Christian still has a bit of selfishness. But a mature Christian is selfless. Selfless. And it takes a selfless Christian to walk in the blessings of Abraham. I'm walking in the blessings of Abraham. Blessings of Abraham. Or say I'm walking in the blessings of Abraham. Blessings of Abraham. Yeah. It, takes, it takes a Christian that is selfless. That is mature. When you are matured, you are selfless. When you're not matured, you are selfish. Did you hear what I said? You can't imagine why God's agenda should be first. You can't even imagine why your man of God should be first. No, 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 no. It should be my father who should be first, not my man of God. Amen. It says, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. So when we talk about supernatural supplies, I want to teach you something. very, very It's very short, but you have to catch it. See, I'm catching it. Divine supplies. We talk about wealth transfer, wealth multiplication, and divine supplies. That is supernatural supply and provisions. That is when you are being provided for or you receive supplies supernaturally. And these supplies or provisions are to meet certain needs in your life. Write it down. Supernatural supplies and provisions are for the meeting of needs. Needs. N-E-E-D-S. And this is quite different from multiplication. Multiplication has to do with maybe your business multiplying. It's not about need. Amen. The power of the spirit multiplying you, multiplying your business, or multiplying your substance. Or multiplying a definite substance, a specific substance. Wealth transfer, they say, but when it comes to supernatural supplies and provisions, according to what Paul wrote, to the church, the Philippian church, it has to do with needs. So it says, but I rejoiced in the Lord. Who caught that one? Mm-hmm. That now at the last, your care of me has flourished again. I want you to see the reading. Wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. We'll go to the NIV, verse 11. Quickly. Verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. And this is a matured person. Amen. Verse 12. This is a man of God speaking. This is Paul speaking. I know, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in, and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound. And to suffer need, verse thirteen. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Uh-huh. Verse fourteen. Notwithstanding, you have done well, or oh, you have well done, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Verse fifteen. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia. No church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but only you, or but you only. Verse 16. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. Verse 17. Not because I desire a gift, or I desire a seed, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Verse 18. But I have but I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus or Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well pleasing to God. Is that not powerful? Verse 19. Then he says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Is that not powerful? So supernatural supplies is as a result of needs. Supernatural supplies is to... Supply all our needs, not some of our needs. This, but my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, I want us to look at this scripture before we go back to verse ten. Amen. But my God shall supply all your, your all your need. You from here, you see the amount of God speaking with some kind of certainty. Is that true? My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God shall supply all your need. Now, this is so important. This is important. I want us to take my God. Amen. But my God shall supply all your needs. Now, Paul did not say, but our God shall supply. All your needs. Did he say that? He did not say that our God shall supply. He did not say that your God shall supply all your needs. Did he say that? Sunday school. Sunday school. No talking. Shall I bring a whip here right now? So he says, and my God shall supply all your needs according to he said my god he did not say your god neither did he say our god because when he talks about my god he's talking about the holy spirit and it's the same god that we all serve or have a fellowship with but you see in his writing he did not say our god he could have said our god he could have said your god but this time he said, my God. And he's the man of God speaking. Why? Because supernatural supply is connected to the man of God. Write it down. To the God of the man of God. Supernatural supply is connected to the God of the man of God. So here Paul is personalizing God and he's making them know that it is his God that will supply. It is not their God. Did you hear what I said? It is his God. Depending on his level of intimacy with his God, so he knows that his God shall supply the needs of the people, not their God, not our God who is following what i'm sharing here i know there's a scripture we raise a lot of times and we say my, and my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory may god supply your needs amen which is true amen amen, amen. i said amen. amen so god or when he talks about god he is talking about the spirit of god the spirit of god supplies needs Amen. The Spirit of God supplies needs. But the Spirit of God supplies needs based on his intimacy with the man of God that the church is giving to. Why is this so important? Because in God's administration, and listen to this very carefully, he does not isolate a Christian from a man of God. This is so important. I know many people may not teach it the way I'm teaching it. Amen. I'm interested in how you should be prosperous. It's not the normal message that makes you prosper. It's the right message. What do you guys think? No Christian is isolated from a minister of the gospel. In God's administration, no Christian is isolated from a minister of the gospel. That means that no Christian is an island. No Christian can be on his own. No Christian can be on his own. Every Christian needs a shepherd, a pastor, or a ministerial gift. Every Christian. So he says when he had ascended, he gave, he gave gifts unto men. Did he give gifts unto men? And he gave some apostles, and he gave some prophets, and he gave some, what, teachers, and he gave some, what, evangelists. Did he say that? He did not add bishops to it. Did he add bishops? There's a reason why. (laughs) Amen. But he gave some apostles for the perfecting of the saints. So God never isolates a Christian from his pastor or from his man of God. No Christian is isolated from his minister or the man of God or the minister that he sent into his life. The minister is the Lord of the Christian. Are you following what I'm saying? Or the man of God. Or the pastor. He is the shepherd. So once, when we get to heaven, in God's administration, even though we are all going to be giving judgments, we are going to give giving an account based on what we did on earth, every minister is going to be accounting also based on what his people did. So I am accountable to Christ based on you. Or I am accountable to Christ. I will be accountable for what I did. His assignment he gave me to go and teach and to do whatever I should do. Amen. But I am also going to give an account based on you. And every minister, every pastor, every man of God is going to give an account based on the number of people he had. So, if you have about fifty thousand people, you are going to be account based on account to Christ. What? Do you understand what I'm talking about? So, I'm going to be speaking to Christ concerning Pastor Bert. I'm going to be speaking to Christ concerning uh who? Alfred. Alfred. I'm going to be speaking to Christ. Concerned apart from what Bishop Kerry himself has done, the assignment we gave him, what he did, how he served God, and all of that, he will say it. I'm also going to answer to him based on everyone that is brought under me that I'm able to keep. Because it's not everybody who comes that I can keep, according to the scriptures, too. There are people that you see you can't keep, you tell them to go. Did you hear what I said? Some people who are not used to when we say some people should leave a church. They say, why should a man of God tell a person to leave a church? And all that. Maybe one day we'll talk about that. Amen. 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 So what I'm trying to tell you is that God doesn't, doesn't separate in his, in his uh, administration. He doesn't separate you from your man of God. Amen. So that the things that the man of God must instruct you or teach you or talk to you about or do what? Condemn you about or what or rebuke you and doesn't do it and leaves you to live the life you are living until maybe you just die and go to heaven one day, one day and all that. And you never could live the kind of life that God was expecting. That. That's what every minister has, his calling. And every minister has his assignment. So... You can have so many instructors, the Bible says, but one father. Instructors are people that you in one way or the other, maybe you listen to a message from Pastor Chris, you listen to a message from from uh, who? Bishop Doug, you listen to a message in one way or the other, they are all instructors to you. But when it comes to world changers nation, God knows that there is one father. This is so important. And your connection To your father or the man of God God has sent over your life Is very important Amen How You are connected to The man of God that is sent Into your life is very important How you are connected to So there are people who never connect to any man of God They go to church alright Their names are in the book if they die, they will do funeral for them. But there is no connection between them and their man of God. They don't even know why they should have any connection with the man of God. There are people who are even of the opinion that you can serve God in your house. If you cry on God, wherever, God is everywhere. He can hear you. Who has heard people say that. God is everywhere. He can hear you. You don't need a man to lead you. And unfortunately, when they say that, they also get Christians who are ignorant to follow them. But the Bible says, "I will give you shepherds after my own heart." So shepherds are given by God to the sheep. Did you hear what I said? says I will give you shepherds after my own heart. Paul, in Acts chapter twenty, when he was going, he told he told he the, the elders of the church and the leaders in the church when he was going. And was telling them that they should make sure that they oversee the church of God, which he bought with his own blood, as shepherds. Why? Because we are going to be giving an account of the sheep. Those who got missing, and those who did not get missing, and why they got missing. Those who were disobedient, such that no matter what was a prince said, they never took it. We will give an account. <laughs> You'll be shocked that some people will be another church, and I'll begin to account on that person, and I'll say that too. he was he was here. He left the church because I insulted him. I said, "Come, come and lie down. Let me put my leg on." He says, "No, I won't lie down." What do you guys think? Yes, so you know, some of the people think that I can choose any shepherd. You can't choose any shepherd. No. That's not how it is. I can choose any pastor. Every pastor is also a pastor. And all of that. Why? Because we have not emphasized the necessity of growth in the kingdom. We've emphasized the the necessity of getting things in the kingdom. A man of God is supposed to watch you grow and do things for God. All the things you get from God in prayers, you wouldn't answer on that in heaven. You can get visa. You can get a checkbook and be signing checks. That's money. Is that not true? You can get cars. All those things are very important. And be praying and God will give you this. You are not going to be accounting to Jesus Christ based on what he gave you after you have asked and you received. You are going to be accounting based on what you did in your body. That's what the Bible says. What you did in your body. Say it after me. What I did in my body. Why? Because I'm in my body now. Amen. I said amen. amen. So we are giving an account based on what we do. What We did for the Lord. And that means that I have a very strange responsibility. Is that not strange? To make sure you grow. To make sure you know. To give you responsibility. And make sure you do it. And rebuke you if you don't do it. And get you to get offended. Because I have rebuked you. And then get to Jesus Christ and say that you were offended. That is why you went to that church. And feel free. So Paul said that, so that we can give an account of you. And so that I can be free from everyone's what? I can be free from everyone's blood. Something like that. So that I cannot be, God, Christ cannot accuse me that I did not make you do what you should have done. See, that is how serious this thing is. It is like you have a supervisor in your workplace and he's going to give an account based on what you are doing or what assignment responsibility has been given to you that you are doing. The supervisor is going to take your report and going to give an account based on what you have been doing in the workplace. That is the same when we get to heaven. So it is not just about uh, coming to church, about praying for me to get all those things. That's why sometimes you see at the point in time. I hold all we hold all the programs, what do you call it? And decide we are not we are put it on hold. And we teach these things we are teaching, and we show you what you should do. We show you the way. So that if you do not do it, Christ knows that I've given it to you, but you did not do it. That's a true minister of the gospel. Did you hear what I said? I've said it before that no man of God is called to be a prayer leader. It's not anywhere in the church. Not because I'm against people who lead prayers. But because I wonder what, that, what you will tell Jesus about. I was leading prayers for them to receive. Or what will you tell them? Are you following what I'm saying? What you can, tell them, what you can always tell, you can forever tell Christ is how much lives that you gave the word of God to and you provoked unto good works. Did you hear what I said? So if the minister does not provoke you onto good works, and, and it's, not, it's not our fault, that's what we have raised the church into. We have done what? So everybody just thinks about what they will get. And some people will get to heaven, but they will weep. It's not that you will get to heaven and they will just, they say, heaven is good, 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 and all of that. You will get to heaven when it is time for the account, for us to give an account. Also heaven, Christ, they say a person you. Amen. You would realize that some Christians will be weeping. Why? Because they had nothing. Some ministers will also be weeping because the works that they were being celebrated here on this earth will be passed through fire. And when the works are passed through fire, or it is passed through fire and there is zero. It is bent. It is bent. So it's not every work we do. And I say some of these is with knowledge of scriptures, not talking plenty. Everybody likes talking. No. With the knowledge of many ministers even don't study. Many pray, 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 but they never study anything in the scriptures. People are just carried away by the fact that people are following me. Everybody is following me and all of that. You see, that is there. Where we have testimonies, where we have miracles, where we are celebrating the miracles and all of that. But we are not going to tell Jesus the miracles we gave you. I got a job. When I pray for them, they got a job. That is not what Jesus is after. Are you following what I'm talking about? What Jesus is really after is how you can groom the church to do things for him. What you can be doing for the Lord. What you should be doing for the Lord. The responsibilities we give you in the church. That's why we talk about the being zealous for the Lord. How you can be, you can have a strong desire for the Lord and to do things. They are not going to we are not going to now be dying again at the age of, we are just going, living. We are doing what? Living. We are just living, we we'll just be living. And all the things that has to do with how you will be living and the cities you will be governing and even the people you will be governing will all depend on what you did now. So you wouldn't have that opportunity to now want to prove a point to Jesus. This is the time. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. This is the time to prove all your points where you are in this body to prove all the points you may end up getting nothing 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 you serve god you had no car you were working there are people whose wives insulted them they got nothing but they won souls they established churches their church they had no money they didn't have a building but they were still winning more souls And establishing people's lives and instructing them in the way of righteousness and all of that but they had no church building like hundred thousand auditorium 50,000. today we celebrate church auditoriums but we are not taking an auditorium to heaven we are not in the days of Solomon are you getting what I'm talking about the right auditorium is the church the people the auditorium we are taking to heaven are the people did you hear what I said the temples. Are we the temples? People are trying to build temples like Solomon. You see, but that Solomon's temple, he was building it as a shadow. For the time to come. We are that we are the reality of the shadow. We are more beautiful than Solomon's temple. Did you hear what I said? So there is a place of worship, building. It's good, it's not bad. But we are not carrying the building to go and account on the building. And how much money we spent on the building. We spent hundred thousand dollars, one million dollar on the building. This is one million dollars building you see, like that. We are not going to tell Jesus is one million dollar, but he doesn't need the one million dollar building, he needs the people within that building and what they did for him was they were on this earth, and how their their the ministers that were sent in their life preached to them for them to hear. And how they also received the message, and did what the minister instructed them to do. Did you hear what I said? That is so. This is so important. And we preach things. Sometimes we preach like, "Oh, Papa is talking. Papa is talking." talking. One day you see that that man talking. It has given me rewards too. Hmm. Because I don't have just a mindset of this earth. Realm. Paul said, "If we." We only have hope in this life. Then we are the most miserable people. We are the most hopeless people. If all our hope is here on this this, this earth, what we can get, what shoe we can wear, what dress we can wear, uh, how we can, and all of that. If that is all that we are chasing after, then we are the most miserable. Because the people who are not born again can chase after that more than us. Is that not true? But what is our pursuit? Kingdom, purposes, and goals. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, and this is why did I divert to this point? Because this is the 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 major responsibility of the man of God. This is not it's not it's not about sitting down and giving things. And uh, when this church when I go, you get a lot of testimonies. This church that that's the mentality of Christians. Thank God for testimonies. Say thank God for testimonies. Thank God for, thank God for miracles. But it's more than that. It's more than we ought to live our lives doing something for the Lord. We ought to look at our lives and ask ourselves what we are doing for the Lord. You see, it's not about what God does for you. It's about what you do for, see, that is Christianity. Christianity is not about what God is doing for you. Christianity is what you are doing for God. That is the essence of Christianity. Any man of God tells you about, who's just preaching to you about what God can do, what God can do. We are doing 30 days fasting and prayers so that God can do. We are doing 15 days the God of this, what God can do for you. And this trains you with that mentality where all your, your whole system is, what can God do for me? What can God do for me? What can God do for me? What can God do you? He's training you wrongly. He's doing what? Proper training is what you can do for God. What am I doing for the Lord? We all serve God. Some us say, I'm serving God. We all serve God. But what are you specifically doing in the house of God? What are you doing outside the house of God? What can you beat your chest and say, I'm doing this for God? That is what, as a minister that I am, I must tell you about. Did you hear what I said? Yes, That's why I tell you. I say, write, write what uh, kingdom, what financial kingdom goals? And all of that it's not because God can the Bible says the silver is mine the gold is mine but so that you may also have something to say before God here on this earth and have something to say after you have finished your work some of you don't even have you don't know the work you should do in the church after you don't know what work can I do what must I be doing in the church what what must I be doing You didn't hear what I said. you yes, are shout glory. glory. So I don't make friends with people who pamper Christians when they are going wrong. They don't want to talk. I don't make those. If I say that like that, I begin to leave you quickly. Why? Because you will spoil the person. You will spoil the church members. You will leave. Like if you're a pastor and you cannot say, Abene, you have done something wrong. Do this. elder Abene. Or the bene, do this, do this. You can't give anything, you are just there because you want everybody to celebrate you and all that. You are wasting your time. This is very important. Ask yourself what you are doing for the Lord. Ask yourself, the way. how am I doing it for the Lord? That is my responsibility, to make sure you do something for God. I said to make sure you do what? That's the responsibility of a minister, to equip you, to give you the word, to give you the word, to give you the word, to encourage you to listen to the word, to encourage you to do spiritual things. So now we say, oh, listen to the word of God. Papa wants us to listen to his preaching. If you don't listen to my preaching, who's preaching will you listen to? What do you guys think? If I'm your father, you listen to my instructions. If you have many fathers, do you listen to many instructions? So sometimes you get confused between ancestral cases and non-ancestral cases. You get confused because you have many fathers. Between submitting to the man of God and not submitting. Did you hear what I said? You read throughout the scriptures in the New Testament and you see names highlighted. You see names highlighted. Those who... Who were like James and James and uh, uh, James and Jambes. Who the Bible says withstood Moses. Then we talk about those two within the church who supported the man of God. You see throughout Diotrephes. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. He mentions name. He mentions names of people. It's not. It's not talking about. He mentions names. Do you understand what I'm talking about, Brother Walash Tete? Written somewhere, somewhere in Corinthians. Who was also a yoke fellow of me. Paul was writing names. At Priscilla and Aquila. Somebody and their husband. Writing their names. That their names are written in the book of life. May the Lord reward them. Some of them, he he mentioned their name. Alexander the So May the Lord reward this person according to his works. He has dealt with me strongly. The man of God. He was writing down names in the Bible. In the New Testament, not old one. Why? Because there were people who support. He wrote to Paul. He go to Timothy. Says Timothy, my son, do this, 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 do this. Why was he writing? Giving instruction to the pastor, the apostle. Says Timothy, you are my son. I know you have the faith of Eunice and Lois. Your grandmother and your mother. They were all pastor I Mean, were well, the Christians. Make sure your faith does not fail, or you don't walk in an or, 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 a feigned faith. Told him from a child, you have known the scriptures. Don't let anybody despise your youth. He was talking to Timothy as a pastor. Don't let anybody look down on you as a youth. You are a youthful pastor. You are now starting a church, and there are papists who have big, big churches. Even though they are papists, papists will answer to Jesus Christ. The youthful pastor will answer to Jesus Christ too. So it's not Dr. Mensah alone who answer, or uh, Agbosho alone who answer. They will answer, and we too will answer some, based on what we also did, and we will also answer based on the people we had. And what we did with them, or how we, we caused them to do things for the Lord. You all answer. And I've come together, even ministry, we respect all ministers who are big, who have done great things for the Lord, because they've served the Lord, they've labored and all that. But we can only answer well and really do what whatever, give an account properly, properly, when we are all before Jesus. It is when we are before Jesus that you can now talk about whose church was big. And whose church was small. Somebody tried to me a, a brief something of, recently about a man of God who was enough who had nothing to eat. And all his money was pushing in the in, in his church. His, his church. He, they, took, they took offering for him because he had nothing to eat. The wife was even contemplating on committing suicide. They took offering for him instead of him using the offering to go and they said he's going to use the offering to go and build his church, whatever. And the pastor says, oh, something wrong with you. Such a man is not known anywhere. But we know names. We mention big, big names. You'll be shocked that by the time we are standing before Jesus Christ, and he starts saying, hey, Kojo Manu of uh, where? Northern Region, come. And Kojo Manu of Northern Region, Zabzugu, somewhere is coming to give an account. You will be shocked. That he said that the heaven will be full of surprises. As for me, I want to just do my own. I want to do my own. I don't care. I just want to finish my own. If you don't understand these principles, you just see Christianity from an angle of going to church but you are also going to stand before jesus christ and give an account you stand before you will see jesus in glory and jesus will ask you sister alfreda so what did you do for me talk to me and you'll be standing before sister Alfreda. And that day we all will be standing it is not it says, it says that, that day all the secrets will be revealed so it is not a day where you are not saying he says, Let me hide this one from you. All of us are hearing and watching and seeing what is happening. What you did. Papa P said, Do this. Did you do it? You'll be answering questions. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Why am I talking like this this evening? Because I realize that we are, we are measuring on the minor things. You see, we, we, will, we will get money and do all the things we want, we will see prosperity. If these things are not things that are regulating us, even when we see the prosperity, the prosperity will cause us not able to do anything for the Lord. We will become too big. Is that not true? This is the proper work of a minister. To see growth in quantity and quality. Not just growth in quantity and not doing anything. All of us are in church. We all dance. We all go home. Then when we die, he "Sister, no, some nyamkopong, but this one, Or It is true, but there is a day of judgment. That that no, he will have to now talk to that nyamena What he was on this, at what she was doing. It may be this time, I'm preaching. It may be after you are 90 years old. Some of you are what 30. So even if you live to 130, you just give you 130, 120." and all of that, and you live to 130 where you have seen all your grandchildren and you don't know what to do again, and all of that, it is still good. If you live 130 and you did nothing for the Lord, that living was useless. Have I said it before? Yes, 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 yes. I've never prayed to God to live 130 or 90. Or I don't even pray. Do I pray those prayers? So mommy said, I'm living long. I said, I don't care how long or how short I live. What is important is that the life that I had, the small one, I used it for the Lord. I'm all out for him. The best I can do, I'm doing. The best I know to do that he has instructed me, I do that one. I may ever preach to only eight souls. Only eight souls. And I take the eight to him. You might be shocked that that my eight souls may give you an award than than 10,000 souls. You'll be shocked because the 10,000 souls may come and only five of them. Did you read what we said on Sunday? When he said, if I get 50 people, I will spare them will you spare them? He said, oh, if they are 50, I will spare them. What about 45? He said, if they are 45, I will spare them. Ah, to 10. What about 10? See, if they are 10, I will spare them. Meaning that in the whole city where they were all in church and enjoying themselves, only 8 souls were saved. Only 8. How many souls? When we say it, you'll be laughing like this. If the rapture should happen right now, some of us will be sitting in this chair. You'll be shocked. You'll be sitting there, Even though Papa P has been preaching to us and teaching you'll still miss rapture. May you never miss the rapture. You are living like somebody who is living for the Lord. You are living with that mentality. You are living with somebody who is looking forward to the appearing of Jesus Christ. You are, look, you are living like somebody who is going to meet Jesus and talk to Jesus one-on-one. On the days, 50 years and 60 years and 70 years that you lived, that you lived the 70 years, how you lived it for the Lord. Ask yourself. Just think about this thing. How did you, you live the 70 years for the Lord? On that day, a husband, one of me will be standing somewhere, somewhere. I also be standing somewhere. His Marriage is here. <laughs> marriage is where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marriage is not in heaven. Heaven, nobody marries. <laughs> That's why when you see ministers of the gospel and their wives after all their uh, laboring in the house of God and all that, the man of God can die early and leave the wife or the wife can die early and leave the man of God. What's well, important is that he's finished his assignment or he finished her assignment. And they are going to give it. This is individual account, one by one. So it's important that in all our getting, we live to do something for the Lord. It's important that we put our pride aside. And put ourselves aside and love Jesus and do things for Him. Live for Him. Live for Him. Don't 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 let us Don't let us now at this stage trying to convince you to do something for the Lord. Sing Oh me, I don't I don't sing like that. You you, when a special program I'll come and sing and do when it's not Live for yourself, keep living. One day you will thank me for this message. Shout glory. So supernatural supplies answer to needs. Now the man of God was talking about this is my God shall supply. Why my God? Because he's talking with regards to his association with his God. He's trying to say that this supply, I said it's based on what? Needs. It's also based on what? Your man of God. Take us to verse 10. Then he says, no, come back, come back, come back, and let me finish the riches of his glory quickly, because I don't want to preach this one again. But I'm sharing this thing with you out of my heart. Live for the Lord. Some people will never live for the Lord. Some, when we say we are coming, they won't come. When we say they should join the department, they won't join. When we say they should do something, they won't do. When they do make a mistakes, they will say, we, have done, we are the ones who like talking, and all of that. You live for the Lord. That's all. You ask yourself how you are living for? Am I living for the Lord? Am I living just to walking around and all of that? People can tell. See, people can. When people die, when they say the Queen is dead and all that, the Queen was ninety something and all that. Somebody like me, what comes into my mind is the Queen. Is she going to heaven or because she could? She didn't take England away. Did she take it away? No. Sir. Or she took Buckingham, Buckingham Palace with her. No. And these things, uh, they, are, they are scriptural things. It says, we came here with nothing. When she was born, she was born a queen with no Buckingham alongside. Say, so we came here with nothing. It says, it's expedient that we will leave this earth with That's what the scriptures say. No matter your philosophy, doctor in what? Philosophy. Or uh, masters in Harvard. Uh, what? of? Huh? We we'll all use one gate. Two of us. And that gate, you are not going with your cars, your palaces, and your order. The most amazing thing, after 50 years, people would have even forgotten that name. That is how it is. Even ministers of the gospel, after years, people have forgotten that a minister ever lived on this earth, or ever did something on this earth, or even came to Ghana to, was, to preach a mosquitoes uh, bite, bite him and he died. And, people have forgotten. People have forgotten. So it doesn't matter your fame, whatever it is. If, if you're a scriptural, spiritual student of the word of God, there are a lot of things you'll be careful about. A lot of things. When I hear somebody, no matter how big the person is, I say this person has gone home to be the Lord, or the person, because he says that on that day, that's a white room white judgment. It says that the 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 big or the great and the small, so the great on the earth and the small on the earth shall stand. It's not that the great will have a preferential treatment and it's on this earth we celebrate certain things. But on that day, the great will stand, the small will stand. The one who was carried by a rail somewhere and chewed by a rail will come up and come and stand. That's how it is. So in all our gettings and our pursuit and all that, let's put God's plan and agenda first. Let's leave this thing. Always, every time when I'm in the room, I'm like, we have to leave doing things for the Lord. If it is our last thing, our last breath, and we have to leave doing things for the Lord, we have to. Each one of us. If you know the time span that you have here, the time span with all the eternal life, you have a time span. By the time you are 100 years, they are holding you, and all of that. By the time you are 90, even 80, they've started holding you. Is that not true? So some of them, 70, they are holding you. sit see, they are started holding you. All your legs are shaking, shaking, and all that. He says, Remember your God in the days of your youth. The time that you are strong and you are energetic. Not the time that we call, call church, you are there. Prayer meeting, you are there. Uh, all the meetings, you are there. Uh, so many, you are there. Uh, uh, what? Rematon, you are there. Uh, whatever it is, you are there. You tell Jesus, I was on Ramaton. Have you forgotten I was on Ramaton service? Well, the cloud of witnesses. <laughs> Shout glory Amen. Who said something right now This is very important Me, my whole life I'm living it for the Lord I don't want once, once, one bit of it to go anywhere I'm investing I've invested already Is that not true? Hmm. So we have left houses and all of that For your sake, what shall we get? (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) So, a minister that does not train you, or teach you, or teach their church members to make them useful in a large house, there are different kinds of vessels in a large house. Is that true? Different kinds of vessels. But the one who purges himself to be meet, qualified for the master's use. For the masters use left to me alone everybody here should be a pastor and should be sent to 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 watch over a branch what do you guys think when we move you to asia your wife says we are going it's not now that she's not coming to count how many things he's leaving behind that's why i'm started sharing these things so when you're getting married you start talking about asia and the islamic republic what do you guys think Brother Wallace, is that true? It's <laughs> true, Is that true? Yeah. So it says, my God, every every Christian has a minister. Every Christian, every Christian has has a pastor or a, a prophet. Or what? There are people who don't have any prophet. they just in their house. Then they say, so and so is my prophet. Then they just sow seed. They say, so and so is my prophet. There are Christians like that. There are even unbelievers like that. They are not Christians. Some of them are not even Christians. But they have a man of God that when they have a problem, then they send money to fast and pray for them, for their businesses. Then the man of God, too, because of money. <laughs> because of what? Because of what? Because <laughs> of what? He said, uh, "Papa, I'm sending you money. Fast and be fasting and praying for me. After two months, you send money. Be fasting and praying for me. My business. You can Everybody knows you can't get me like that. Is that not true? People think that that means that you are too know. They didn't know that. They don't know that you are, you know what the scripture says you should do. The man of God should be, not be after filthy lucre. The work that I do, I'm paid. Am I not paid? And God even pays me two more." A man of God is not after filthy look or where you somebody is not coming to church and we are just saying you bring a seat, don't come. You if you can't come, it's no no problem. Be bringing your money. That mean the ministries like, that. <laughs> but do you think. If you can't come, no problem at all. Just be bringing your money. God will watch over your money. We can you can go by your money can go. Everybody can go and their money. Is that not true? Have you seen ministers say that, don't go, your money can go. Don't go, your money can go. The man of God has been sent. The man of God has been, every Christian has been sent. Every Christian. But the man of God has been sent to prepare the Christians to go. That was just equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Says equipping them for the, so every Christian is called to what we call the work of the ministry. Singing is the work of the ministry. Editing is the work of the ministry. Are you there? Sweeping is a work of the ministry. That's why we raise uh, deacons and Dickens and That's why they raise deacons. The, the apostles said that we cannot be sitting down here and be serving tables. We can't be doing That's not at our work. We have to feed God's people and be praying. We give ourselves to prayer. Then they raise deacons. The deacons were also given the assignment. The assignment that was given to them to distribute all the resources and all that was also part of the work of the ministry. So when we say that it is party time, you are the one to be in charge of the food and all that, it is a work of the ministry. It's not because it's, it's not the work of the ministry doesn't mean that we must be hungry. <laughs> what do you guys think? So the man of God equips you for the work of the ministry. If you finish and you can't give an account, the man of God says, ah, we have done the party, how much did you spend? These days you can't give an account, where did all the money pass? And he's telling you, it's part of the work of the ministry. Is that not true? Oh, these people—they don't trust me. Then they say that I'll spend some of the money. That is why, and all of that. No, you should know that it's part of the work to us. So these things are very important. Let's live for the Lord. Let's—I say that every time. Let's pray because we love God. Let's do. It's not like it's a pastor's work to do this. And also, me—it's my work to just give money and sit down. No, if you are a student of WCN, by this time. We've been hearing Pastor Prince every time we're hearing. How do you guys think? Yes, we said you first give yourself. Yes. We, I think we are one of the few ministers that talk about that first. You give yourself before you give your substance. So you are not hiding in some corner somewhere and throwing money into the account. Is that true? I've told all partners. I said it before in a partnership meeting this year. I said no partner should be ignorant of what we are teaching. I've said it. In heavens, no, I've said it. You can be ignorant of what we are teaching. One day you say, well, I was giving my money. I was giving my money. They ah, you, you will say, we be better take a one. They say, give money. Is that not true? So this is very important. This is important. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. He's talking about, the man of God is talking about his God. It means that this kind of supply is connected to your man of God. Don't miss it. This kind of supply is connected to your man of god and that has to do with how much reverence you give to your man of god write it down how much reverence you give to your man of god if you do not give reverence to your man of god you can't experience the supplies that come from his god how much reverence you attach to your man of god how much respect and the reverence shows the way you go about the responsibility he gives to you. Is that not true? Sometimes we say it like, oh, God shall supply. He didn't say God shall supply you. He says, my God shall supply. didn't say that. Yes, now, when we start reading from verse 10, you would realize that he started to give us the NIV from verse 10. We'll read that one. That's what I'm just, just one scripture I'm on today. What do you guys think? Yes, sir. yes I'll kill it and then say, kill it, sir, kill it, sir. Kill it, sir.
3: Amen.
1: Amen. Give us the NIV. And this is so important. This is so important. We have a great responsibility. What do you guys think? Yes, That's what we've started announcing, we, we, we are going to nations. 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 Are we not going to nations? And everybody is going with us you don't say i've gave i've given my money that's why i'm sitting in the house i'm giving papa will go for me you have to give yourself you have to do what i've showed you a lot of keys what do you guys think have i showed you a lot of keys show a lot of teachings a lot of teachings you first give yourself before you give your substance i've showed about spirituality not many ministers teach on that when we talk about prosperity, the first thing is giving, giving your substance, giving your substance. Is that not true? It takes a person who is spiritual and who is mature to distinguish between his bread and his seed. It takes somebody who is mature to this, be able to with this is a bread and this one is seed. I don't eat my seed; but I eat my bread. It takes somebody who is spiritual to know that, and to even be able to distinguish that consistently. Not one month; the next month is twenty twenty-three. One consistently. you talking about the law of consistency we talk about that. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at least at last you have renewed your concern for me. do you see it there? So when it comes to supplies, supernatural supplies my God shall supply that we normally pray about and preach about. it is connected to the minister of the gospel that you are under. It is connected to your father, your spiritual father. It is connected to the man of God that is the set man or the saint man over you. You do hear what I said? How do I know that? Because joining from verse 10 to verse where? 19, you will see it. Unfortunately, we take one verse out of context like in Hagen says. And we just say my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Lord supply my needs. Lord supply my needs. That is why there's no supply of needs coming. Is that not true? I said is that not true? So this I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Have you seen it there? The man of God says I rejoice greatly that you the church you have renewed Your concern for me. Your concern. It means that I rejoice greatly that you now think about me. That's the man of God talking. Do you see there? You have to have faith in God, in Christ Jesus. You have to have faith in your man of God. If you do not have faith in your man of God, you can't follow his instructions. Every Christian has to have faith in their man of God. Or the, the minister that is sent over their lives. Every Christian. Write that down. I see some of you looking at me. right you have faith in your man of God. That is when he's able to tell you don't travel. You say yes sir. I won't travel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't go to this side on the third of August. You say yes sir. I'm not going. You are not even asking what will happen if I go. Yes sir. I don't know what you are talking about. But he may not be a prophet. Do you know some of the people think I've seen something? So, what have you seen? There are people when I say, Join, let us pray, or let us do this, they ask him, What has Papa seen? He must not see something. He must not do what? <laughs> is that not strange? If you don't have faith in your man of God, you can't follow his instructions. You can't follow his word. You can't follow his teachings. People say, don't have faith in any man of God. Have faith in only God. Have faith in your man of God. That's what the Scripture teaches. Believe in your man of God. That God has sent this man over my life. Not for just spiritual needs. For all aspects. He comes and says, don't get married to such a man. Don't get married to such a man. The man of God is speaking. If you don't have faith in him, you say, I will marry. This is about, I'm now 37 years. You're talking that you don't marry. me. Barbara, is that not true? But if you have faith in your man of God, he tells you don't marry sister so and so you say, Yes, sir. Uh, Papa, I don't even ask questions. It's okay, I'll marry again. It's faith. Yes, That's why I say if you don't have faith in your man of God, you you may think that he's what? I'm looking for a particular way, maybe I'll catch it very soon. Come on, shout glory. glory.
3: <laughs>
1: you may think he's coaxing you. Or he's deceiving you. Oh, the man, this men of God of today, the they are all deceiving also. I've gotten a nice woman, they say, I shouldn't marry her. I've got a nice gentleman, take tall. When he's coming, all the systems are shaking. The man of God says, no, don't marry that person. <laughs> Is that true? Don't go in this direction. If you don't have faith, you will go. And then, if you have faith in your man of God, he wouldn't instruct you twice. He would tell you, do this. Then the next three months, he comes, have you done it? He said, no, I've not done sir. I'll do it. Then the next two months, he comes again. You don't have faith in him. Oh. You don't have faith in him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So have faith in your man of God, what they tell you. Have faith. Have faith in what they say. Have faith in the message they preach. Have faith in your man of God's message. This is the message. It's not when we all went to churches somewhere. They not you go to churches somewhere. We all came from certain backgrounds. Is that not true? I come from a very wonderful background. All those who know me know. When we even went, recently went for my brother's thing, the man who was preaching was mentioning my father's name there. Here. In Accra, here. If I tell you the work my father has done, you'll be shocked. If you, when we're reading this, what, obituary, something, something, something they read there? Those things they were reading when he was dead and all that. You can go and read. I'll give it to you to read and you see. We have churches in Nigeria that my father's name is on the plague. He doesn't need to be a pastor. In fact, they said he won't become a pastor. He doesn't want that. Works. They were walking to. Even if my father tells you some of the things they've done. But I don't do what I'm doing because of my father. Because he's going to give that account. Me too, I'll give my own. So it's not about the background or something. The man of God that you are, you have submitted to now, has a message he is preaching. From my dad before he died, told me that the message God has given to preach, eh? he has read books. It's not in any book. He always used to say that. He always used to not because he was flattering me, but because I know what I preach is another syllabus. If I preach and another man of God preaches, the man of God may think I'm saying something different. I know. I know where it came from, too. I know where it came from. And I know where I'm going. Do I know where I'm going? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that true? Yes, so it's not about the background we came from. And all. We've, we came from the background we dance plenty. Don't we dance plenty? Yes, For one of the, one of the, one of the, uh, what? Sunday schools you can ever enter. And be fully developed is in Pentecost. You can't enter Pentecost. Sunday, Sunday school. We talk about in Pentecost. There is no. Ch- I can say there is no church like that. By the time you come out of a Sunday school Pentecost, you are your whole. You are speaking in tongues. All these girls would be speaking in tongues by this time. Speaking in tongues. You are doing quizzes. You are learning the scriptures. I started preaching at twelve. At age twelve, I was preaching. I said at age twelve. 12 to fifty. when i was writing my B.E.C. the day before i wrote my last paper i was doing dawn broadcast it's something we, we went through it wasn't like a baptism. you we went to usually when we went for the meeting i met the pastor who uh, had a golden to meet him, the pastor who baptized me he was also there come on shout glory. glory we all come from very solid i said to you i said my grandmother my grandmother is a prophet serious prophetess i saw my mother my grandmother pray for somebody Who's, today I was telling my I said, my, 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 our, my, my, our second born is now a whole district. What? A whole district. I see Marco, Marco, the whole district. She said, she said, tutor or, or whatever they call it In the school. She's, she's, Everybody, when they are told, this one is an elder, this one is a pastor, this one. That's, that's my family. But I don't make noise about those things. Why? I have my own foundation I'm laying. You see, so, if you have faith in your man of God, the message he preach. God told me to follow Pastor Chris when it comes to preaching. There is no teaching anywhere that any man of God can give over in this world. That to me is a teaching more than Pastor Chris. There is no, there is no teaching. <laughs> I say you shake your head. There is no teaching. It's just that in Christianity, we don't do arguments. So you keep quiet. Right? and Just follow your path because we are all on our lanes. But there is no teacher. I don't see a man of God anywhere who is really teaching and is so anointed that you say anointing eh. This person is a you one day I'll take you to somewhere, you see something. Shout glory to that. Glory.
3: Ah.
1: But we have faith. I have me, I have faith in Pastor Chris. I have faith in him, I have faith in his message that he pre- I, I know that what he preaches is what we should be hearing. If we were all hearing that from age 15, whilst I was preaching, I've done a lot of things. But thank God for the good foundation we had in the Church of Pentecost. Very good foundation. Mommy had a good foundation in Pentecost. Pastor a good foundation in Pentecost. In fact, I, th- I can say that Mommy's gift and all that came out from Pentecost. They do and all those prayer meetings and all of that. I saw my grandma pray for somebody who got shot in a dream. And the person came. They were holding her like this. I was there. I was there with Obi were there at that time. And my my grandmother, at the age 80-something, 70-something to 80, she was so old, she was just sitting in the garden and be talking with God, speaking in tongues and be talking with God, having that conversation. And she came out of the room and lay down on the woman. The woman started bringing out the bullets. All the bullets fell, about nine bullets before us. Nine bullets. Strong one. If she gives you, no matter your level of uh, 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 what, looking for a child, if she gives you one Three days fasting, day and you finish. You will not even need to meet your husband. Oh, he never, he never gave anything, water, nothing, no water, nothing. Some, some people, some people get mad. The relatives come, do just three days, the madness disappears. The people come back home. Serious spiritual foundation. Serious. Even that one, they used to force me before I go there. One, one. The first time I went for a meeting that she was having, people from Ivory Coast and all those people had come for the meeting. We were over 30,000 people. John Mahama was there, and all the other people were there in the meeting. If I show you, 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 how many of you went to meet my my village there, where we went to bury my father? If you could move all the way from Accra to that place, then it means that something is burning there. Because she never moved to Accra or Kumasi or something, but people were moving every day. About 30,000 people. In the meeting. That's, that's my foundation. Those days when we were in Labonia, everybody knew that these people is Pentecost, this one is a pastor, that one is a pastor. But if you mention Pentecost, apostles, wherever, whatever, I know many of them. It was even one of them who made me get married because of the date and all that. It was one that we went to see and he said, He was talking to my father. I said, He knows. Apostles and all those people, people who have planted churches. People who have built churches. But it doesn't mean that we are coming to preach our message. The message we've been given to is what we preach. Is that not true? What am I saying? So that you can have faith in what we do. There are people that God has used us to bless them three years ago. They've forgotten it. They want a new one. If you forget that, you can't get a new one. You have to always remember the old and thank God for it. And say that the same way you did this one, you will do that one also. Papa will not speak, but you will do it. That's how to work with God. That's what encourages you. Remember all the things God has done in your life. Through the ministry, you have confidence. There are people who will give instructions to their not do. There are people who will give instructions to they will do it and give a, give a testimony. It's like that. Now, if you don't have faith, all the messages we are preaching will be useless to you. We talk about you, love God, be zealous, be this, all of those things they, they all become like Chinese movies. Have you seen a Chinese movie before? All you hear is gua, gua, gua. you don't see anything. This is on the floor. That's a Chinese
3: movie.
1: <laughs> Shout glory. glory. So your faith in in what? The man of God. Your faith in the message of the man of God. There are different ways you can dishonor the man of God that you say you are following without knowing. Different ways. I don't have time. I'm going to die because that's not what I'm talking about today. What do you guys think? Maybe one Wednesday when I see that the coast is clear. Now the coast is not clear. So there are a lot of measures to preach. <laughs> I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Genuine concern for your man of God. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. You see? So they were concerned and they had, the, they had no opportunity to show it. Verse 11. I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a good character of a man of God. To be, to be what? Content wherever he finds himself. There are men of God who lose their children. and They are still going to do the work of God. If you lose your child, you may not go to church again. That's the difference between a minister and a, man, and a, 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 a church member. Did you hear what I said? The men of God who lose their children, not to one child. And the next Sunday they are in church. Their wives are, are crying, but they are still in church to thank God. In all things we should give thanks. Is that not true? Some of them are even, they finish even preaching. You they are wondering, Is God, isn't God the one they are serving? What happened? You are asking questions, but they, they, their questions have been answered. <laughs> in whatever state to be content. And know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty, the man of God. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well, fed, or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Is that not powerful? This is so powerful. This, this is what makes a man of God three to five people for five years and still be content. Did you hear what I said? Until one day they become 500. Is that not true? Yes, sir. I've learned the secret. Continue verse 13. Quickly so that I can just finish this thing. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Oh, shout glory. glory. Verse 14. Yet it was good of you to share mine, share in my troubles. Uh-huh, 15. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. So he was talking about the Philippians, that the Philippian church know, or the church of God in Philippi. What about this? Know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, That not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. So the people had so much reverence and concern for Paul to the point that they were the ones giving to Paul the apostle. They were doing what? Giving. Continue. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. So what was the church in Philippi, the Philippian church doing? They were sending aid to the man of God because they were concerned about him. Did you, did you hear what I'm talking about? For even when I was concerned, you sent me again, aid again and again when I was in need. So you see, before he came to mind, God shall supply all your... He was now making reference to their givings, their reverence to him, their givings to him. The expression of their love to the man of God. The expression of their faith to the man of God. Who is following what I'm teaching? The church expressing their faith in the man of God. Expressing their love to the man of God. Expressing their consent to the man of God by giving the man of God. Again and again. So the King James says, "You give me to King, take, take us to King James verse 16. So they were concerned about the man of God, the Philippian church, and they were giving to the man of God. They were doing what? Giving. They, they, they were doing what? They were doing what? They were doing what? For even in Thessalonica, he sent once and again. When I was in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity. That was Paul speaking. Continue, Verse 17. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So the fruit that abounds to your account is based on what you give to your man of God. That means that the supply he was talking about is traceable to their givings to the man of God. There are different kinds of givings. And when we go to the laws of giving and all that, we talk about that. I think I'm talking about giving, giving a little bit here. Is that not true? And titan and all of that, but this has to do with a giving to the man of God or an appreciation of the man of God or an acknowledgement of the role of the man of God in their lives through giving. Are you in church? Yes, sir. Are you in church? Yes, sir. So it's not because I desire a gift, and this is so important because when people that means, have I said something? That means that the supernatural supplies that Paul was talking about a supply that is traceable to their givings or their concern or their acknowledgement of him as their man of God. Are you hearing? So he's not picking my God shall supply all your needs out of the overall context or out of the whole scripture and saying, Oh, my God shall supply all your needs. It was a pronouncement made by a man of God, based on the people's concern for him. Shall I say that again? Shall I say that again? It was a pronouncement made by a man of God, based on the people's what? Concern for him. Dennis, he, exp- he explained the concern, that not because I desire a gift, or not because I desire a seed. Why? Because people are Christians, or some people also have the opinion a wrong opinion that when they give to a man of god they are helping the man of god if i don't give to him or her how will they survive that's what they think as long as you think like that you cannot experience supernatural supplies because it's a wrong understanding of what you are doing did you didn't hear what i said it's not desire not because i desire a gift from you but I desire, that's the man of God's desire, fruit that may abound to your account. I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So that their giving to him was a giving that will produce a fruit or produce that kind of fruit that will abound to their account. So if they give or they gave to him with that mentality that we are giving because he, he does not have, you see. The world mentality teaches that once you give something, you are losing it. You are are losing. When you give something, you are losing. The world teaches us that. When I give, I'm losing. The kingdom teaches that when you give, you are gaining. There's a difference between the two. Are you following? The world teaches that when you give, you are helping. The kingdom teaches that when you give, you are giving to get fruit to your account. So there is no giving you give to anybody that you are helping the person. Even apart from the man of God. If I take my watch and I give to you, I'm not helping you. I'm, I'm, I'm sowing a seed that will uh, what, give me reward or resource or harvest to my account. That is how God sees it. That's how the scriptures explains it. So if you don't renew your mind to what the scriptures say, yes, I'm giving. Uh, I even gave this. I even give this. I'm the one who give this. If I don't give, everybody is not giving. You will get nothing out of that giving. So it's give rightly. Give in righteousness. And you do what? That means give rightly. With the right mentality. The right understanding. I don't know whether you understand what I'm sharing with you. This is a message. Is this not a message? message. Or oh, it's not a message. If say it's not a message, is a message. Say it's a message. Today I'm dealing with this scripture because people just quote, quote it. As a, as a, what do you think? my God shall supply all my needs. According the man of God made a pronouncement. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hmm. The pronouncement was based on the people's acknowledgement of him by giving to him. Their concern, their love for the man of God. Their love for the ministers that are sent into their life. It says, Let the elders that rule well be counted of double honor. So this is a way of honoring Paul. They were honoring Apostle Paul. If I give to a minister of the gospel, I've honored the person. I'm not helping the person, I'm not doing what? Helping. Did you hear what I said? So there's no such thing that I'm the one giving to the man of God. If the man of God, I don't give the man of God with staff to death and all that. Those are all mentalities that are wrong that must be corrected. But this supply is centered on your relationship with your man of God. That is what Paul is saying here. It is not centered on anything. There are miracle services that you don't give anything and you get something. Is that not true? That is different. But supplies, supernatural supplies and provisions with regards to Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 has to do with the man of God. It has to do with with what? Am I talking to somebody here? I said it has to do with what? The man of God. This is not because I desire a gift. So if you give me a car, it's not because I desire a gift. It's because... I desire that you get a foot into your account. You do hear what I said. I know that if I don't give, no matter how much I preach, it is a fake preaching. If I preach on giving and I don't give myself, then it is a, a what? It is a false teaching. Not because the message is false; that the one who is standing is false. <laughs> he's teaching something he does not practice that not true but i desire food that may abound to your account so what thing that happens when you give a seed to a man of god or you give to a man of god or like jesus put it when you give a prophet a cup of water because it is a barrel of water this is a barrel because he is a prophet why did he add that because he's a prophet because he's saying that if you give a prophet a cup of water because you have you acknowledge him as a prophet, you can give a man of God without acknowledging him as a man of God over your life. Do you, you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? Because if you give a man of God something, and after giving a man of God, you are going wayward and he instructs you and you say you won't do it Please, you you don't acknowledge him you don't acknowledge or he gives you a responsibility every day when we come to church make sure that you put the water on this table for me that is the work i've given to you from today onward you say yes sir then you don't do it but you give him money is it not a useless giving Shout hallelujah to that. So these things are important. Honoring your man of God. Learning to honor your man of God. Learning to do what? Honor your man of God. Honoring ministers that are sent into your life. Honoring them. That was what Paul was talking about. He wasn't talking about a prayer topic. Where we pray, pray, pray. God shall supply your needs according to the When it comes to divine supplies and provisions, According to the book of Philippians, it has to do with what? The man of God. Look at some other person. It has to do with the man of God. That is why in pronouncing the blessings, he said, my God. Why? Because you have acknowledged, acknowledged him as a man that is sent by God into your life. So his God. You didn't hear what I said? Depending on that man of God's personal that's why there are certain things you can find yourself in. No matter what you do, it's a man of God who prays for you. Some of you, until I pray for you, what, the next thing doesn't happen. Or mommy prays for not. Sometimes you wonder, why is not, I can't use my own self to do it. I can just use my own brains. It doesn't work. It's because it's like that. There are things that may never happen until the man of God to your hand that prays for you. He may not necessarily be anointed. How should I put it? may not be have some giftings, weird giftings. And trying to do, hey, then they all fall down. And, no, 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 no. As long as he's sent into your life and you acknowledge him, the God who sent him will also prosper you. That's how it works. That's how it works. If you don't honor your man of God, you can go honoring all the men of God. There are people, there are even Christians in the habit, they honor man of God. They say, this man of God, then you go, goes, honor, hey. this man of God, Hey, then he honors his own man of God who lays hands on him or her every time. Never honors that man of God. Never. Never. It even happens in your conversation. In your conversation. You honor all the ministers in the world that you know of. Some that you have met. Some that you have not met. Some that you have. Their, you don't even have their phone call. Their contacts. Some that you don't even know how to trace them. You will be honoring them. Then there is a minister that if you, if you hear, Hey, the next call is that minister. There are some people who appreciate anything that happens in their life to the minister or to the minister of the gospel. Oh, it happened in this church. So you, everything that is good happens in this church. It's a church. You've not understood the congregation of the saints. You don't understand it. The congregation of this. I said it before. I said when we were in Pentecost, nobody will come to you on a Sunday and lay hands. Was there any laying hands? There was somebody will come to you and say, Me, who say, eh, and prophesy to you and to that you get a job, don't pass here, don't pass, you pass here, you get here, nobody was doing that. God, there's prayers, prayer comes. God bless it, bless those people. Some of them bless the, what, what church is planted than Pentecost? Church auditorium buildings. Buildings, the same people you see are the ones God bless. Yet no prophet anywhere or no man of God within the church of Beno enters to come and give prophecy and lay hands and pour oil and no No, 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 no. How come they are so blessed to have church buildings? If you go to Medina here, there's church building. You enter Medina to button, you see another church building. You enter another church. Don't you see that large in your village? Don't you see on the village coming? Don't you see that place where you are coming? You don't see building. why? Why? Because of reverence for their ministers of the gospel, you will hardly see a Pentecost pastor insulting another Pentecost pastor. No. No. So God blesses the people; those He can bless, those whose heart after Him. And raise, all these tobincos we mentioned, Zoom Lions, all those uh, uh, what the guy who tells ment—all of them are Pentecost people. All of these elders, and there are elders within the church. When you enter some of the, church, you'll be shocked at the number of the people there. You may think they are in red church. They are not in red church. Yeah. In Is that not true, <laughs> Reverend? Some of them built. I remember one of those names I just mentioned. I don't know who, which particular did that. Uh, one of the pastors we knew. I really, we knew in Laboni. The guy, the man was going on retirement. One man. One man. One man built his house for him. One of those, these people built his house for him somewhere in Kaswa and bought a car. will God bless that such a man? The man of God is going to retirement. And then this man who says he's rich builds. Shout glory to that. Glory. So these things, we are also building ourselves. Are we building ourselves? Today, it looks like I'm in the Pentecostal. What do you guys think? I've entered there. How do you guys think? You enter everywhere, they say pentagon. It's because of some of these things. Respect, reverence. They raise seed. They build the mission house themselves. They don't look for money from white people. They build the mission house for the man of their man, pastor to come and sit in. The pastor come doesn't have a car, they raise a seat and they buy a car for the pastor. They don't come and walk around and show their cars. They buy a car, the man of God. Wherever end time, you see that the man of God doesn't, doesn't have a car. They raise seed. Don't they raise seed? Even me have raised some of the seed before. You raise seed. We are buying a car for a pastor. It is Toyota Corolla. This is so We are raising a seed. This whole month, we are raising a, And they buy cars for their pastors. They build mission house for their pastor. They, they pay the fuel of their pastors. God lifts them up, blesses them, multiplies them. Shout glory to that. Glory. So not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Verse 18. I'll close right now? I can see some of you are already tired. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus or Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. The things which were sent from you. An order of a sweet, I'm not preaching this because I say bring me money. I'm not saying bring me money. I'm teaching you. I was also like Paul many years back. People who bring me seed, I say take your seed away. Many, all those who work with me from 2011, if you bring me I say take the seed away. I won't take again. Until I listened to Adeboye when he said he was also doing the same thing. And his he church he was never prospering. And somebody brought him, I think, a car. And he parked the car and one day was praying praying and god told him that as long as you don't drive that car the person won't get blessed and he changed his mind so i listened to he said i said okay i should pick from there i was people there was a time when some people even chased me i, knew, I know of a couple a couple who got pregnant through my prayers and chased me chased me they'll come to me say, Man go, i bring it. say, no 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 don't bring it in fact they got pregnant through prayers and Throughout the whole ninth month, I have to be praying and talking and praying until the child was delivered. And they were always chasing me. I told them that if you want to give me a seat, look for a time where I've never prayed for you or nothing. One day, one day, when I'm somewhere, then you bring a seat. Don't give me a seat when I pray for you. (laughs) That's what I used to do. That's what I used to do. Once you have a church, you make changes. Come on, shout Glory. I've never coerced anybody anywhere to say, come and give me money. The way I'm looking at the things, come, come, come. If you don't give me money, you'll, you'll save your, uh, tomorrow morning, somebody will die. Come. come. <laughs> <laughs> and the prophet who can see far. What do you guys think? <laughs> but I have all and abound. I'm just teaching you these truths because what the church has taught us is that God will supply our needs. Is that not true? There are scriptures like that. That's not what I'm talking about today. Are there scriptures like that? I said, are there scriptures like that? There are certain scriptures. But today I'm talking about supernatural supplies, supernatural provisions. Amen. And I'm trying to let you know from verse 10 what happened until Paul made such pronouncement that my God shall suffer. And why, he said, my God. Is that not strange and powerful? Having received of, uh, what, uh, uh, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable. Because not all sacrifices are acceptable. What do you guys think? Yes, Well-pleasing to God. That was Paul testifying of their gifts or their seeds or whatever they gave them. He said it's an odor of a, smith, a sweet smell. A sacrifice acceptable well-pleasing to God. Shout glory to that. A sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. An odor of a sweet smell. Is that not powerful? Go to verse 19. Then he said, My God shall supply. So you see the scripture. My God shall supply is connected to the concern of the man of God. And it says according to the riches to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That is to tell us where the supply is coming from. The Spirit of God is the one to supply. The Spirit of God that Paul knew that Pastor Prince also knows is going to supply. I didn't hear glory to that. But that supply is coming from the riches of his glory, not from the Ghana economy or from the British pounds or from the US dollar. Where is it coming from? The riches his riches in glory. When he talk about his riches in glory, he's talking about what is attached to Christ's exaltation now, where he's seated. His riches. What is attached to Christ now? All things are held by him. So Christ is rich in life. That's why he can give life. He's rich in wisdom. He's rich in knowledge. He's rich in health. He's also rich in what? In money. So it's not about the riches of his glory by Christ Jesus. Because Christ is seated in glory. Amen. And these riches, these riches are attached to Christ by reason of what he did in resurrection. By reason of his resurrection, there are some kind of riches that are attached to only Christ. And those riches are brought into being through the God of the man of God. And those riches supply needs. Shout glory to that. Oh, what I just shared right now. Yes, that's what it means when it talks about the riches of his glory. How rich Christ is in glory. How rich is he? All things are named after him. All things are given to him, whether they be thrones, titles, dominions, whatsoever any man owns on this earth belongs to Jesus. You did you hear what I said? Whatsoever any man owns belongs to Jesus. The Bible says, "By him all things consist or exist or are held in place." Shout glory to that! Hear what I said. So, the riches of his glory has nothing, it's not subject to any economy in the world. It is supernatural. Supernatural supplies, supernatural provisions from the riches of his glory. Say, from the riches of his glory. Shout glory to that. Who oh, understands what I just shared right now? So, the next time you hear people quoting. And God shall supply. Go start reading from verse 10 and come to where he said verse 19. Amen. Before you can conclude. Else, all those prayers are prayers out of context. It is true. God supplies. But that supply is a hey, that supply, shout glory to that. Let them enjoy themselves. It looks like what, even if we bring a hip, they will still enjoy themselves. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who has been blessed by this teaching right now? So we have wealth transfer, we have wealth multiplications, and we have supernatural or divine provisions and supply. And this one is connected to your concern of your man of God, your reverence, your acknowledgement, your givings. This one is connected to that. Shout glory. So you want to witness supernatural supplies of your needs. Learn to acknowledge, to appreciate the ministers that God sent into your life. Shout glory. Shall we please be upstanding? Oh no, bow your heads. Just bow your heads. We don't have time. Who has been blessed this evening? I said who has been blessed this evening? If I don't hear a response, i won't close. Who has been blessed this evening? Say, I have been blessed, sir. sir.
3: Amen.
1: Amen. 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 I bless you in the name of Jesus. I declare supernatural supplies. May my God supply your needs. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we all share the grace? We are taking our offerings. But as we take our offerings, we are sharing the grace. What do you guys think? We are sharing the benediction. I said, what do you guys think? I said, what do you guys think? Who has been blessed?